Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back one final time here during On the Block. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland with you. Been a great two hours. It's gone pretty fast. Thanks to everyone who has uh, chimed in on the Starter Human text line or the Starter Human Jewelers live video streams. Don't forget to go follow at On the Block 937 for all the updates uh, you want on the show. Um, Evan Bland, friend of the program, will try to get him on the show tomorrow in his normal Wednesday spot. Had a good write-up on Omaha.com about Nebraska's new hire to coach the quarterbacks. That is Glenn Thomas. We talked about that early in the show. We talked about it with Rico. So make sure you check out the podcast if you missed any of that. And we'll definitely break it down more with Evan tomorrow um, if he's available again at his normal time. But Strike, we told uh, the listeners that Matt Rule was given a B minus grade for his work in year one at Nebraska. There were two other um, coaches that were given grades here. David Braun of Northwestern did not get a grade. He was just elevated. Um, from the defensive coordinator job to the interim head coaching role, wasn't actually given the head coaching job till after the season. Um, so he doesn't feature in here. The other two Big Ten West coaches that got grades were Ryan Walters and Luke Fickle. Two different seasons for those teams. Wisconsin goes seven and five in the regular season, loses the bowl game to LSU. Ryan Walters and Purdue finished with a four and eight record. They started two and seven. They lost to Fresno State, did Purdue. Um, Ryan Walters, of course, being hired away from Illinois as their defensive coordinator. He's given a C minus, which I think is a little harsh, right? I wasn't necessarily enthused by Purdue, but Purdue lost a lot. They lose Aiden O'Connell. Um, George Karloftis has been gone now for a while, lose a couple of receivers. Mm-hmm. I thought Ryan Walters did just fine. Like I would have given him maybe just a C plus, you know, for his work in the first year at Purdue. Um, but Luke Fickle getting a C, that feels generous to me. I feel like that was maybe propped up by the fact they got to a bowl game, but Wisconsin was a mess. They were still dysfunctional in a lot of ways. They lose to Indiana and Northwestern back-to-back. I was probably more impressed with the job Ryan Walters did in getting Purdue to four wins than I was with Luke Fickle in getting Wisconsin a seven-win season. <clears throat> I think Luke Fickle's, like you said, is the benefit of just his coaching resume and pedigree mm-hmm. um it's it's similar to like <clears throat> top basketball pro- programs will get a little more deference than a team that is just kind of on the up and coming like mm-hmm. an fau or something like that right so <clears throat> i think he benefited from that now i will say that when you look at where ryan walters and that group started where they were two and seven to start 
it looked really bad. They, had, I mean, they had lost to Fresno State, and mm-hmm. it didn't look good. And then it just seemed to me that they started to kind of get it turned around uh, as they won two of their last three games. And so I think you kind of got a little glimpse of the growth, the progressive mm-hmm. growth. And that's, you know, when you're a new coach coming in, I think that's what you can ask for. I think that's very similar to why, you know, they're a little backwards from what Colorado was, where Colorado right. started off hot and fell off mm-hmm. because they caught up with you. They caught up and, you know, early on when teams don't really know you or know what you're going to do and what you're going to bring to the table, you can catch them. You can catch them slipping. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then when they have enough film on you and they can figure you out, then that's when things can start to falter. Whereas I think that group with Purdue was trying to figure themselves out, so, so to speak. Once they kind of understood who they were, what they were going to be, what identity they were going to be, you start to see progressively getting better from week to week. Right. So I think that's the difference. Which is why I think Walters deserved a better grade than Fickle. Did Wisconsin get better throughout the year? I really don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think it's a mixed bag. Just it, it, it didn't look good to me. Which is why I think a C, again, is a mixed bag is kind of fair. But relative to expectations, let's not forget Wisconsin was picked to win the Big Ten West by most reputable outlets. They were expected to have a, a nine-win season, right? You return Braylon Allen. That's a big deal. I know Ches Malusi went down with an injury, but Tanner Mordecai is a better quarterback than they've had up there in a while. Um, Will Pauling ended up being a good receiver. You still had um, Kamir DK, I think is how you say his name. Solid defense as well, right? I know they didn't retain Jim Leonard, their fantastic defensive coordinator, who was the interim head coach as Paul Christ was fired. Expectations were high for Wisconsin, and yeah, I get it was new year one of a new coach and they, they brought in a new offensive scheme, a new defensive coordinator too. I thought there was more talent on that Wisconsin roster than a seven win team. It just didn't gel. And it's not like they hit the portal that hard, not Colorado or, you know, levels by any means. I expected more from Luke Fickle in year one. They seemed like they, they, they were one of the programs that had a little bit more stability in it. I'll, you know, some key pieces, like you said, were lost. And again, it's one of those things that you hope Mordecai hits out of the quarterback transfer portal mm-hmm. doesn't really. Well, they got four of them. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what's crazy, but not, not one of them hit. Mm-mm. So him being the lead guy, you hope that that's the case and it wasn't. And so it caused you to have a, a little bit of mediocrity. I think that's why people really must understand the importance of what the quarterback position is to a program. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not the end all be all, but we saw in Florida state's case that it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't care how many people are out. I think if you have your number one guy's quarterback, you, you're going to be better than what you were, you know, coming mm-hmm. out, you know, in, in that, in that bowl game. I mm-hmm. just, they had theirs. They didn't lose everybody. They had yeah. enough of their guys and that guys, they just wanted a little bit more. I still think it matters. Mm-hmm. And I can understand when you're talking about a double dip, not just one down, two down. That's, that's that's tough to manage. It really is. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID here on 93.7 to take and continue this conversation in just a sec. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 the ticket. And Strick, I think Matt Rule understands the importance of the quarterback position. It didn't work with Jeff Sims at Nebraska for whatever reason. We've been over that. We won't relitigate it. But you can see Matt Rule taking a shot on a, a toolsy, you know, athletic, big-armed, smart 
guy that was at Georgia Tech, right? That you could see maybe he's a little raw, maybe he's a little underdeveloped. You can understand him taking that home run swing in his first year, right? Can we get the guy that can change our program in year one? You land him, it doesn't work out, but you can see the you can see the outline of the vision. Then this this last offseason, I mean, just that we're in right now, you go after a guy with huge pedigree in Kyle McCord, right? That had a successful year for the most part at Ohio State in terms of on the field. Did he light the world up? CJ Stroud, Justin Field style? No. Kyle McCord was good though at Ohio State. Has the recruiting pedigree to go with it. You take a swing at him. Okay, he's in the bag until he's not, because why? You go after a top two quarterback in the country out of high school. Yeah. Matt Rule clearly understands the importance of the quarterback position and is working to get it right, which again, I think frames today's hire of Glenn Thomas in that that positive light. That yeah, Marcus Satterfield seems like he's one of Matt Rule's guys, but I don't think Matt Rule is going to let loyalty get in the way of figuring out the right answer for Nebraska at the quarterback position. No, not this time. Not this time. I just think I to me, I think what one of the things that you would have wanted was definitely competition. But it it didn't happen. You know, guys decided to not want it. Mm-hmm. I I like that hopefully you can land something 2025. I like that Kalen is willing to come in and, and grow. I mean, I think he understands. I think he understands that um there's not always grass is greener on the other side. This is why you see guys when they go on the transfer portal. What is the what is the one thing that they mostly do, Austin, when they go back into the transfer portal? They mostly go back to what? Uh, they mostly go back home, or they go down a level. Down a level only because they thought that the grass was greener. Yeah, and they realized that you know it, it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they always go back to who was recruiting them first, right? Or they go back home, right? As you saw, but with, home is a relationship in and of itself, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like like what you saw with, um, um, gosh darn it, it went back to Pennsylvania, it went back to uh, oh Penn Fleming, State. Fleming, mm-hmm. yeah. So <clears throat> that sometimes happens, but most cases, a lot of those guys, because why, you would feel you at least have a shot at getting in. And they liking you mm-hmm. as long as the regime is there. If it's a change of regime, then you're gonna it's gonna possibly be trouble. Cause yes, I know you, but I don't. Yeah. Yes, I know you, but I didn't really get to see you. I know I like this guy, similar to what happened with Casey Thompson. I just mm-hmm. think that it's unfortunate. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is a regime change. And then all of a sudden they know you, but they don't know you and they don't think you fit with the scheme that they're trying to implement. They think this guy does, Mm -hmm. but it's a miss because really the style that would have benefited you was the accuracy that Casey Thompson brought. I think he was Mm -hmm. more accurate. You give Casey Thompson a little bit more time. The line was just bad to me. And yet he still see, he still was good. Yeah. You give him better line like they had this year, mm-hmm. not great, but better. I think you 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 had something. So that's kind of the feel of what happens in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. 
that's what you gotta you've got to um you know figure out is those relationships and does it make sense to stay like a Carson Beck? Right. They know you, mm-hmm. you know the system. No one could learn it quickly than you. You already so you're actually gonna have a leg up on somebody that's coming in out of a transfer. Mm-hmm. Yes, they may like this guy, yes, they may think, but in your heart of hearts, you know that I got him. Right. Bring well, in whoever and you, you, you have to believe that. You have to believe it. You absolutely do. Um, a couple other things to get to here uh, while we wait for Jay Foreman to get here for old school. Um, former Nebraska offensive coordinator Tim Beck at Coastal Carolina gets a C grade. And Strick, I bring up that Coastal Carolina job because their guy, Jamie Chadwell, left for Liberty. Mm-hmm. Jamie Chadwell gets, as far as I can tell, yeah, the highest grade tied with Jeff Brom for a first-year head coach this year from CBS Sports. They give him an A for the work he did at Liberty. They go 13-0. and 0. Um, they, you know, run the table in the regular season and then they get blown out by Oregon in, in their bowl game. Understandable. Oregon was, you know, a couple plays away from maybe being a, a playoff team if they're able to get over the hump of Washington, but Jamie Chadwell ran the table in conference USA, took a little bit of a step up there from coastal to Liberty. Fantastic job in year one by him. But I think the question for him is the same question for Dusty May and dark and uh, Mark few, right? I don't know about that. Do you stay and build it? Do you pursue the next offer? Is it the same question? Is it different? I mean, I, I ah, that's 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 a tough one, right? But I think in this this time and generation of transfer portal NIL, mm-hmm. I think you want to look to get into one of the super conferences potentially somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's lower level super conference. Go there if you want to take talent with you that you 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 like at the your program now. Mm-hmm. Use that as a bridge opportunity to go and build it because I think that's a lose lose staying at a, at a unfortunately at a program like Tulane mm-hmm. that had great success. That's what it's building to. You need you need to jump off the 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 bounce the, mm-hmm. the bounce board and spring yourself up if you get a chance to hit it something like that. Now I think in basketball is different. Okay. I think I think there's certain places in basketball that if you're a good coach because of the way that basketball success is is made and that's mm-hmm. by way of team you co- you can coach guys up and get their skill sets right. You got shooters, you can win. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's a little bit different. I think if you get to a place in basketball you can stick it out if you if you want to and build it because I don't think the pressure is as high as if you're trying to jump into these big 12 or some conference like that. Yeah. The money's great, but mm-hmm. I think you can have a longer tenure. I, I would much rather be someplace for 20 years at 3 million than three years at 8 million. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. And access to the postseason is simpler in basketball. Um, if you're at Liberty, you have to go perfect and you have yeah. to be thought of, well enough to even have a shot at the playoff because you know I it wouldn't shock me Strake, if we have a year where multiple group of five teams go undefeated and then it just comes down to who does the committee rank higher because that's mm-hmm. still what it comes down to so you can do everything right and still miss out on the play like like look at Tulane right Tulane is in a very similar spot not quite as high but you know a lesser level to what Cincinnati was Tulane 
has a great year. They they win the American. They go beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. What do they do the next year? They have Ole Miss on the schedule. They go to an SEC school. They give Ole Miss a game. They lose it, right? If they would have won that game, they might have been looking like the Cincinnati team that made the playoff. Here's the problem, though. They lost the wrong game to SMU, right? So SMU slides up. Liberty slides up by virtue of winning Conference USA and takes Tulane's spot. Tulane only missed on like three of the key plays of its season. And 12 wins wasn't enough for them to, to be respected. But Willie Fritz leaves. He takes the Houston job. And, and Tulane's got to move on from there. So I think you raised a good point on that. We had a question on the text line uh, from Augie, yeah. who, let's not forget, you beat and shoot out with Strick today. Sorry, Shout Augie. Out, hate to hate to rub that in. Two and but two. We love you. We will answer your question here. What grade would you give Northwestern's coach David Braun? I'd give him an A. I mean... With the turmoil that they had to endure, loss of players, it 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 looked like it was all about to fall into an abyss, and you freaking pull out a mm-hmm. ball game and win it bro, against Utah, bro. That A to me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like next level A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's any arguing with that. Northwestern was a team that a lot of people predicted not to just be bad, but go winless. Mm-hmm. Colorado wasn't picked much higher than Northwestern to begin with, but David Braun did it. I don't want to say the opposite of Dion, right? I mean, he did it more with the retention and more, more results on the field, but David Braun was pretty low key, right? You saw Michigan in its scandals, you know, stand up for its coach. Um, come out in the special formation in the first game and do all these things to, to honor Jim Harbaugh, a, you know, a cheater at this point. Like we, we know almost beyond a shadow of a doubt, everything that went on at Michigan. Yeah, Northwestern had the cats against the world, sure, but they didn't make their season about Pat Fitzgerald leaving, right? They got to work, they got busy, and they were rewarded with a seven win regular season and eight win, eighth win in a bowl game from a guy strike who that was his first power five head coaching job. He was the defensive coordinator at North Dakota State mm-hmm. before Northwestern hired him to be the DC. And then everything pops up. All of a sudden, he's the head coach. It's hard for me to say anything but A in year one for David Braun. Good, good, good for him. Mm-hmm. Because that goes to show you here, here's what it shows you that those FCS schools, that's what they're about mm-hmm. teaching, fundamentally yes. sound, um, building chemistry. All of these things that sometimes talent can override, mm-hmm. that's all he did. He just stayed mm-hmm. He stayed true to form of what he knew and who he was. And in doing so, caused him to get those guys motivated, focused, and honed in on the task that is at hand. Not the turmoil, but the task. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was able to do, get it done. He's walking in the building up, right now. We got Jay Foreman. Before we get to old school, we'll just ask Jay this one question here real quick. Jay, CBS Sports gives Matt Rule a grade of a B- minus for his first year in charge of Nebraska. Too high, too low, just right. Uh, that's about right, I guess. I'd probably say it was probably a little bit lower, probably how we ended the season since you know we just needed one game out of the last four. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think a historic comeback like Return of the Jedi because you got the number one player in what, like four or five states. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know when it was. And it probably might even been a little bit higher 
considering some portal gifts we got. So, I, I mean, that's about right. What's coming up on Old School? Uh, well, obviously, we're going to talk about the uh, playoff games from yesterday and a little NBA action, too, uh, just because of where the Lakers are. What do you do if you're Rob Palenka? And if you're Jeannie Buck, do you get rid of Rob Palenka? Do you trade Anthony Davis? Mm. Or do you try, because, you know, because mm. Draymond in, in that situation is right for the picking. Um, you could probably make a run with a good defender, take Anthony Davis out of a true defender's position, let him be off the ball defender where he's actually more effective. What do you do with the Lakers? Get rid of some of those guys that haven't been producing, but more importantly, playoffs, recap, picks coming up. Um, you know, so a lot going on. There you go. Eric Hollywood Strickland. Check out the movie. <laughs> Make sure you do that. After old school, it'll be me and Jay, DP and Rico taking care of some Supernova's business up in Omaha. It's been a fun two hours. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We'll be back with you tomorrow, but don't go anywhere. Old school, Jay Foreman next. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.